Rony Geeks proudly presents Gag on these balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves. It may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Rony Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the team's franchises or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we're going to jump into the NBA playoffs, give you a quick little recap of what's going on there. We'll touch on the MLB playoffs, even though the National League isn't fully decided yet, we'll give you what we got so far there, and we'll make our playoff predictions moving forward. Scan the QR code on the bottom right for the YouTube and for the bottom left for Facebook. Without further ado, your hosts with the most, Tony and Brent. How are we doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. First, let's start off by saying, go Yankees. John Carlo, Yankees snapback. Bernie Williams. The captain or Sandman would be the pick. And then fire, Dan Quinn is Tony's running point for president. But everything. We call it, that's everything. Fire him and everything. All right, NBA playoffs. Let's start off with the more competitive of the two, which is the Eastern Conference. Miami right. and Boston. Miami and Boston. Heat, are, heat is up one game, three to two, which is actually impressive because Miami did go on a historic run to start the playoffs. But now I think Boston is starting to actually get their feet under them, and the Heat are really going to have to push through to get this last win. So we also need to talk about Tyler Harrow. Harrow, my Harrow Academia. Second most points in a playoff game for 20-year-olds or younger. Who beat him? Magic Johnson. Ooh, Magic. Tyler Harrow had, had 37 points. Magic had 42. That's balling. Because Harrow came off LeBron, the bench. Off the bench. And I want to say LeBron was three, I believe. I'm not, I don't that wouldn't be shocked. Luka has to be up there as well, I'm assuming. But that is another point I'll have to look up. Yeah. Because Luca was twenty one. Well, he's he's not qualified. He's twenty or younger. So, um, your boy Jimmy is still. I think he's starting to get tired because you can tell by the way he's playing. But like I said, it, it becomes draining after a while, especially when you stretch out series like this. Now, they play tomorrow. Hopefully, the Heat can close out. For that one reason that the Lakers play tonight, and since they're up 3-1, they can close out tonight. And you don't want to be that team that goes seven games while your other team, while your opponent is over here resting and waiting. Because that gives them a definite advantage when y'all meet. So, let's talk about the Lakers and the Nuggets. Do we think that the Nuggets can win tonight in L.A.? I think that the Nuggets will win tonight. They will not win the series, but they're going to get at least one more. I see Jamal Murray having a huge game. Beast of a player. He's truly coming into an elite number one status. He's uh-huh. at the bottom tier, I will say that, but he's quickly establishing himself in these playoffs yep. as that dude for that team. And Jokic is no slouch as a big man. Unfortunately, he ran into the best big man in the league currently in Anthony Davis. AD saved, AD saved that game for them when he hit that fadeaway three. Because LeBron was playing like garbage. Le, I mean, he, LeBron isn't playing like garbage, but he's almost he's playing his age now. You can tell, you can watch his game and see he has miles. He's not the fresh young buck that he used to be. He's he's the experienced vet who needs a had, true number one to carry him. To attack. Which he has in Anthony Davis, because now he knows, okay, I can't. He, he still doesn't have the killer instinct. Is it safe to say, though, that Danny Green needs to be benched? Yes. He's making Brick City. Like, I would take J.R. Smith right now off their bench and be like, look, you can play all you want. <laughs> because all, Danny Green is being that badly. First of all, not, not J.R. Let's bring out that Henny. Let's go. <laughs> no. So... I can't even deal with you anymore. So <laughs> I don't think the, the Nuggets can actually win tonight. I think they're done. I think they got the one game that they could get. They should have got another game. But like I said, Davis put the dagger on them with the last shot of the game. 
And just so you know, when he hit that, he screamed out Kobe. He did. He screamed it out afterwards. It counts yeah, after less. He hit the shot. You have to count, shout it as you shoot it. I mean, we couldn't have heard him if he shot it while he, sh while he was shooting. But when he turned around to the camera, he yelled out Kobe. So Because they haven't I, lost I while think, they're make, wearing the Mamba Blacks. Right. And I, I honestly think – I don't think the Lakers should lose tonight. I think AD is just too much of a, a force for the Nuggets to deal with. Jokic is a top good, five good big man, man. Top five. But he's going against the, the, the Duke right now. The Duke. He's going against. The only reason I would want the Lakers to win this game is so that they could move forward and win a title to honor Kobe and so AD can have his one. I will say they take it in six. But I'm saying tonight the Nuggets will extend the series behind Jamal Murray. And I'm going to disagree and say the Lakers are going to close them out tonight. I think AD is going to have another historic game. LeBron's going to drop 25, have a couple blocks. Might have the game-winning block. You just don't know. Because his blocking but, skills are legendary. His block on Iguodala was in of right. itself one of the best ones I've ever seen. Right. And it's, it's still going to go through Anthony Davis. That's, that's their title hopes right now. So... Moving back over to the Eastern Conference, do you see Miami closing it out in this next game versus Boston with Gordon Hayward coming back and playing good? Yes. And why is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was distracted. That's why I'm quizzing <laughs> you right now. I saw you zoning out. The reason Miami will close is because Tyler Harrow is going to have another great game. Goran Dragic. Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Buckets will be just enough to get by Gordon Hayward, Kemba, and Tatum. Marcus Smart is playing too volatile basketball. He's way too hot. He's way too cold. His temper is all over the place. He's a great defensive player, but as an offensive threat, I just I don't take him seriously out the on that I corner don't. for a two guard. I will I will agree that the Heat will close out the series tomorrow. So then we would have the Heat and the Lakers as our prediction. How many games do you think? it would take to close out that series. LeBron's former team versus LeBron's current team. Because, you know, he likes to jump ship when the team starts getting First bad. of all, that's not LeBron's former team. That's Dwayne Wade's former team. That just happened to be a team LeBron played for. Because he was Remember uh, that. making a super Le team again. Dwayne, Dwayne didn't leave his squad. That's Dwayne's squad. Dwayne's loyal. LeBron came down there, so... Mm -hmm. It's the team that LeBron plays for now versus the team he used to play for. Cleveland. I think the matchup between the Heat and the Lakers. I think the Lakers have the advantage, and I think they can beat them in, in no less than six games. I take that one in five. I said Lakers go 4-1. I say the Heat steal I game one. LeBron gets pissed off. And starts playing the way he should be playing this whole now playoffs. Now it's for a title, and I don't, I don't. See His legacy is on the line. If he loses again, that's it. You ain't gonna be number one no matter what happens. He ain't gonna be number one no matter what. Because he needs to start winning to make it a competition and an actual conversation to have, though, debate wise. He got three rings, right? He's got three rings and six losses. Three rings in seventeen years. Mm-hmm. With super yeah, teams. We're not talking about him with great, as, you know, the greatest. You remember his uh, entrance speech in Miami? We're not going to win one. We're not going to win two. No, maybe three. Maybe four. And you only stuck around for three years, and you lost, you know, your first year to the Dallas Mavericks. Dirk Nowitzki. For no reason. For no reason. Because so, the Heat were a way better team at that time, but that's another I'm, conversation. I'm, I can see them winning in five. But like I said, the key point of this will be Anthony Davis. And if they can slow him down, which I don't think Miami has anybody to answer him, Davis might put up 50 points. He, he might, and that's per game. He Bam Adebayo actually, is the only reason that AD wouldn't put up 50. But Bam plays center and AD is playing power forward. You would have to stretch out Bam in order to make that happen. And even if that did happen, Anthony Davis is still – couple inches taller than Bam, so it's it's not going to be an easy one. Anthony Davis yeah. probably outweighs him by a good deal as well. And he's probably stronger. 
Faster. AD is ridiculous athlete. I said he was going to be special when he came out of Kentucky and been proven right. He's just been playing on subpar teams out there in New Orleans when he was playing for the Pelicans. Originally the Hornets. Well, you know what? He would match up with AD. He'd match up with Dwight Howard. Bam would take Howard's lunch money. He would. Now, because Dwight, back when he played for Orlando, that was a different dude. This 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 Dwight Howard is more of, I can get you like four rebounds, maybe 11 points. He's almost averaging a double-double. So. So. We got to give Dwight his, his due. He's playing like he really, really wants that ring. And this might be his last chance to get it. Because he is a center who is over 30, so all the wear and tear on his body has to be at that point. Like, if he wins, he should just retire. And which I think he will. I mean, he he is a great player in his own right. He doesn't have the title that he deserves because he did deserve a title in his younger time. When he was playing Orlando, because he carried that yeah. team all the way to the he championship He carried game. them on them broad-ass shoulders of his, and he just they couldn't get it over. Now I actually think with – AD and LeBron taking all the focal point the focal point away from him. I think that I can see Lakers in five, no more than six. I still I still have to say that. I see it in five. Uh, Rondo getting another ring would do wonders for his legacy as well. And then LeBron, he needs another ring to keep up with that hunt for the elusive trying to become the goat. It's not gonna happen. He has a this amount with The three key rings, word I was saying years. was trying. I didn't three rings in seventeen be. years and six losses. You have just as many losses as Jordan has wins in the finals. Because I believe it's Jordan. six losses. Because he lost to the, what the Warriors twice. He lost to the Mavericks. He lost to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. So that's at least four. Oh, ah. Because he was, yeah, it has to be six losses. Because he went to the finals nine straight times. If he goes again this year, it would be, no, he missed last year. He wasn't in the playoffs. So, yeah, it'd be his 10th trip. So six losses. LeBron LeBron has six, but he's not the one with the most. Jerry West has the most at eight. He is the logo. Elgin Baylor has seven. Wow. I did not expect Elgin to be on that list. And then Larry Faust has five, and those are the ones. So LeBron is in that company with the wrong people. For the most losses in the finals? Yeah. Oof. And with that, do you have any other further points for the NBA? Uh, no, I mean, it's it's pretty much playing out like we thought it was with the shortened season. Everybody's in the bubble. I think this is the strongest teams that we have. So it's I'm saying Heat, Lakers, Lakers in five. Yep. Ron gets his fourth ring. AD gets his first. Dwight gets his first and retires. And Rondo gets his second? Third? Se- third, I think. Because he won at least one with the Celtics. Yeah, when he had Garnett. Garnett, the truth. Pierce. Ray Allen. Baby face Perkins. No, it's just Baby Bird. Big Baby. Big, big <laughs> Baby. Who cried up at everything. Okay. If I was playing with KG, I probably would have cried a couple times. KG was also one of those dudes that would get in your damn face. And he was, he was not really soft by any means. Not. I mean, Paul Pierce was also one of those dudes because, I mean, he got stabbed 11 times. And then he still played the whole season, all 82 games, and still averaged all, 25 points a game. Paul Pierce got carried off in a wheelchair for a leg cramp. And he came back in and started playing like nothing happened. So... I'm still trying to give him credit for his playing through his stabbing, but whatever. He got he got carried off in a wheelchair because he cramped up. <sighs> Speaking of cramped up, we're gonna move right on to the stuffy Major League Baseball season, where our beautiful New York Yankees will be attending for the American League. All eight teams are officially wrapped up. There is no one else that can go in. Right now, we have the Devil Rays, the White mm-hmm. Sox, Athletics. Minnesota Twins, the New York Yankees, Cleveland Indians, the Houston Cheaters. That's right. Also known as the Astros for some of you. Because we would have won that title. We would have won that title. But we got robbed. And the Toronto Blue Jays. 
just snuck in for the first time in a while. The brothers from the north. Who are playing in Buffalo this year. Because nobody's going to Canada. They don't they don't want Americans there. For the, I don't blame them. For the National League, well, there's still one spot left to be decided. Currently, we have the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Braves, the Padres, the Reds, the Marlins, and I'm missing one team. The Giants at the moment. I thought there, there's the two Giants more teams then because I, I got the Phillies who aren't clinched the Phillies, yet. The Phillies are on the outside looking in. It's between it's the Dodgers, the Braves, the Cubs, the Padres, the Cardinals, the Marlins, the Reds are all locked in. Well, except for St. Louis. They're still up in debate. Because, yeah, there's two spots up for debate. There's only six yes. teams that are guaranteed. It's the in. Central and the, the Central with the with the St. Louis Cardinals and the last wild card are still up for debate. Yeah, because the – You got the you got the Phillies. The, the Giants Warriors. would be in because they're at 500. Right. But you still got the Phillies and the Brewers who are the, technically not eliminated. And the um, Mets, they're not eliminated either. Everybody else is eliminated. As long as the Mets don't make it, I'm okay with it. Because then the Red Sox and the Mets wouldn't make it, so I'd be fine. I'm okay with both of that. But I'm going to say that the Phillies get in and the Cardinals get in for so my playoffs. Drop, you're going to drop the Giants. I'm dropping the Giants and the Brewers. I'm saying the Giants and, choke. And the Mets. Just, Giants and Brewers say, and Mets. Say their names. I know you don't like them. Say them. You don't like them either. Nobody does. Right. It's a rival. We don't root for them. They don't exist. They don't matter. But also, if you're a Red Sox fan, just know. You don't matter either. I don't like you. You don't matter. It's a personal thing. It's like we can disagree on like any other topic. Red Sox fans, I will not deal with you. Period. If you bring up the bloody sock also, we're going to have a huge problem. That's some I crap. talk to you just because you're funny, and I know I can shut you down also. 27 world championships, people. 27. Count them. All right. So. Getting off tangent. Stop it. I do that a lot when it comes to. All right. See, I almost did it again. Who you got in the American League making the championship game? We're going to shoot. All... We're going to shoot all the way to the ALCS. Who is going to the American League championship series this year? Hmm. So I got mine ready to go if you want to hear it and then rebuttal. Okay, let me hear yours because right now I'm thinking I'm no, I know the Rays are going to get there because they've been dominant all season by I, far. They didn't even make the cut for me. What? They're a great team. They just so suck in the playoffs. Gonna, you think we're going to take them out? We're taking them out. If, if we get past, who will play? I don't have who's playing who, but if I had to go predictions right now. We would play if – if we started today, we would play the Indians. Which we can beat. Which we can beat, and then we would have to play Tampa. Which we also can beat. We had a decent record against them this year. Hmm. We know how to hit Snell, and the rest of their rotation doesn't scare me. That's true. I just don't know if our defense... Can I'm not worried about our defense, because Urshela is stellar at that corner. Yeah, but overall, we do make mental errors. We make mental errors. It's our running game and our defense. It's always our Achilles heel. So I don't know if we're I'm, Yeah. I'm so taking you, okay. the Yankees to play against the White Sox. I'm taking the upstart White Sox to get all the way there. Their rotation is young. It's deep. They got a good bullpen. Their bats are coming alive. Jose Abreu is just jacking home runs left and right at the age of 33. Like, ain't nobody's business. They have ex-Yankee Edwin Encarnacion as the vet on that team. And they also have the one of probably two players who can make a rookie of the year conversation of Luis Robert mm -hmm. versus okay. uh, Kyle Lewis of the Mariners. Robert will win based upon team overall success, but Lewis did more with less because the Mariners were a garbage team throughout the year. Hmm. I have Yankees playing White Sox, and I have that one. If I had to pick games, I would go to six. I feel like Tanaka would drop a couple clutch ones. Garrett Cole will be the strength of the team. See, see, I, I I stuck with the two teams that I think are the best overall, and that's the Rays 
in the A's right now? Who's playing the better ball? I know it's cheesy taking the, the top two rated teams, but I could see the Yankees possibly getting past the Rays. And if they did, I don't think anybody could stop us from getting to the World Series. But playing the Rays all year, it's it's been back and forth. And we would have to string together just just game the game of the of our year every time we play. We have the and bats I, to do it. Cole, Tanaka, and Paxson are just strong enough a rotation to get by. I mean, I know it sucks we don't have Severino. Montgomery is still right. a good fifth. And then our bullpen is still our bullpen. Odovino, Holder, Britton, um, Kyle Green, and Aroldis Chapman are still good enough I, to get it by. I just don't know if we can get to I the bullpen. Love, yeah, I'm saying it's the main thing would be is our defense. That's what's that's what's stopping me from being confident that they can get past the Rays. Because once it's once they start fucking up, it's all it's it's a floodgate. Everybody does it. Because Boone has definitely not had a good coaching year. See, we don't need that one inning where we give up four runs. Because our bats have been too injured to make a play, but everyone's healthy right now. We're all back. We're ready to go. But are we That's, in prime playoff form? They no, prime, prime playoff form was a couple weeks ago when we won. I want to say ten straight. And then next thing you know, we dropped like three straight after that. I think we won nine in a row and dropped three. Yeah. So we were on the rise and then dropped back down. Luke Voigt has played exceptional baseball for us. Good glove, and he's leading the league in home runs. I don't see people beating the athletics. I think Oakland makes it to the championship. Their bats don't scare me is the only thing between Loriano, Semyon, Chapman, and Olsen. That's all they got. Can you name me any of their other bats? No, I'm talking about in the brackets. If you're looking at the brackets, I think they make it just by who they play. Who are they playing first round? Uh, right now they're number two, so they would be playing the White Sox in the first round. Yikes! I thought they would be playing like the Astros or the Blue Jays. No, no, it's two versus seven. They are currently two, and the White Sox are currently seven. Like I said, this can change because yesterday the White Sox were four. Yeah. So nothing has been st- set in stone. Yet. The White Sox and the Twins are fighting for who gets to be basically right. there, number right. four. And that's that's what they're fighting for right now. So. All right. So, but if if we start today, it'd be Oakland and the White Sox, and I think Oakland can get them. So I think they can. You're saying Oakland and Tampa for your finals for the American League, taking and the two best teams with the easy picks. Unless our defense steps up, I don't think we can beat them. I'm just saying I'm picking wild card teams. I'm not picking the traditional power picks. It's easy to pick power teams, and the Athletics are a more complete team than Tampa, but their bats don't scare me. I mean, They've always had a history of choking in playoffs. They still were the first team to clinch the, the playoffs. That, I thought that was so, a devil raise. Was it? No, you're right. It was the Athletics because they're playing in the West, and the West, other than them, is so, non-existent. And then with them clinching it early, they had all this time to get everybody else experience in game. So that strengthens the entire team. Their bullpen is no joke, and they got a decent rotation. So we'll see how it goes. So let's it, let it, you start with the National League. Well, my pick is the Dodgers at one. That's a safe pick. Very safe. Well, I mean, they're the best. To, in my opinion, they're the best team in baseball. They're the first team and only team to hit 40 wins, and they may be the only team to do that in a, what, 66-game season? So that's phenomenal in of itself. And I would actually throw out the Cubs. Mike can make it. So you want the Dodgers playing the Cubs in the championship? Yeah. Because right now the Cubs are three, the Braves are two. Cubs are playing some good baseball right now, too. Javi Baez came alive, and he is that spark plug for the team. He plays well. The rest of the team does. It's just will their rotation hold is always the key question. Cubs love breaking fans' hearts. They are the Falcons of baseball. Hey, hey. (laughs) See, right now, if we play right now, 
the Dodgers would have to play the Giants and then either the Cardinals or the Padres to get to the championship game. The Padres are no joke this year. I don't I don't see an, an obstacle with either of those teams though. I don't. I I just don't. And then the Cubs would have to play the Marlins and the Braves if the Braves can get past the Reds. The Braves can. They got the three best bats in the league right now. But good pitching shut down good hitting. It's been proven. They still have a deep pitching staff. Freed is having no joke of a year out there. Look, I don't want the Braves to do nothing because they stay right there. Oh, you're going to be listening to them for a while. No, nah, they don't have fans, so they don't shoot off fireworks at 11 o'clock. No, they do no more. Damn. Uh, oh, you're going to deal with it. I got the Braves playing the Dodgers in the championship. Oh, so you, you took the two best teams. Now, because the Braves, Ozuna, Freeman, yeah. and Acuna, three best bats in the National League right now, by far and away. And Acuna is only freaking 22. Got 20 damn two, and he's already got like three great years under his belt. Like, how good is this kid going to be? Oh, he's going to be that way in Atlanta because they're not letting him go. No, they, gotta, they have him locked up for at least, I want to say, the next mm-hmm. six years? Minimum, yeah. And while we're talking about Acuna, I'm going to list some players with 80 plus home runs and 60 plus stolen bases before turning the age of 23. You're going to be surprised Uh at the list. It's going to be. It's going to be good. Ken Griffey Jr. Kind of figured he'd be there. A Rod. A Rod used to steal some bases. I don't like him, but he was there. Mike Trout. Really? Yep. And Andrew Jones. Yeah. Those are the only five players in league history to do that before the age of 23. And people forget that Ken Griffey Jr. and A-Rod played on the same team at the same time doing that. Where the upstart Seattle Mariners. Ken Griffey got that shine. When he was breaking walls, jumping and hitting the ball over him and then jumping off of him. He made the game of baseball exciting to watch. And growing up in Washington, I wish I had the chance to see him play, but I was too young and missed it. My first major league baseball game was a White Sox-Mariners game, and it was shortly after Griffey had been traded. Like The best player we had at the time was Ichiro and uh, Edgar. And I got to watch the big hurt just demolish some baseballs in batting practice. That man could put a hurting on those damn things. That's why he was called a big hurt. And then, do you see that meme of him standing next to all the other MLB commentators on the MLB network? No. Because he towers over these dudes. And it's like, if you create an in-game character and you can make him any height and any weight you want, this is that dude. (laughs) Because he is a mammoth of a human being. But uh, that was my first Major League Baseball game I got to see back, I want to say I was like 10 years old. We didn't have good seats, but it was still a great time. I was so happy just to be able to see baseball. Because I watch baseball on a minor league level. I don't care. Baseball for me is baseball. Like seeing baseball live is – I would take that over a football game live. And see, I got I got to see the Braves play a lot back when I actually cared about them. When they had Chipper but, and Andrew and Maddox and Glavin before that. <laughs> Chris Chambliss, Bob Horner, Dale Murphy. Pasquale Perez in the powdered blue uniform. That's that's With the powder <laughs> blues. That was my squad. Powdered blue. When Pasquale Perez got lost on the way to the game, they had he missed his start because he got lost on 285. For those who don't know, 285 is a circle around Atlanta. It literally goes in a circle. So if you miss your exit, you just drive around, get off of the next one, or you just drive. 30 minutes, and you come right back to it. <laughs> and he missed it, and he got lost. Back before they had chauffeurs taking to the game and all that shit. Because yeah. I'd be like, dude, out. let me hit your ride with you. I'll pay for food or something. Just don't he make me drive before a game. On a circle. <laughs> I've never yeah. been to Atlanta when I was in Georgia, but I was told to specifically stay away from Atlanta. <laughs> Why? Do you see me? Do I look like I would fit in with Atlanta at any point in time of the day and or night? Midtown, Douglasville, DeKalb. Yeah, you got some areas you can go. Mm. But 
in our championship league, who you got winning your national league between, you said the Dodgers and the Cubs. I got the Dodgers. And then in your American league, you had the Rays and the Athletics. I got the Athletics. So you have the Athletics playing the Dodgers for the championship. You have an all-California title team. Who are you picking? Dodgers. Oof. That sounded so painful to say. You're just like, they finally get over the hump this year now that no one's cheating them out of it. Yeah, I, I, I think they're just top to bottom. They are the best team in baseball. Top to bottom, period. So Mookie Betts finally gets uh, a title. Wait, no, his second yeah. title. It'll be a second. second. But they were also went down in a cheating scandal as well. So, so there was that. I, I, I don't think it'll be a cakewalk. They're going to have to play. How many games? For the folks at home, it's out of a seven-game series like most traditional playoffs. If if both teams played at their peaks for each game, I think the Dodgers take it at six. That's a safe pick. That's a safe pick. You're saying the Athletics steal it too. Yeah, and I'm not even going to say steal it too. I'm going to say they earn it because if they if they both play their A game. No, they're going to steal too because Kershaw has to pitch. Right, but and Kershaw I, sucks I, in the playoffs. I, I I still think that he might. I don't know. He might get two innings in and they pull his ass. You just don't know. That's all the innings I'd give him. He's been so, that bad in the playoffs and he gets inside his head that much. He chokes playoff times. He is Jim Kelly now of baseball. If, if they just play, and I think the A's could steal the series. Depending on if the Dodgers make enough errors. The Athletics don't have a deep enough rotation, is my concern. Because between Kershaw, Bueller, Urias, and Price, as well as their uh, rookie, Tony Gonsolini, they've got a deep five-man rotation. Their bullpen is no joke. My favorite player of the year, Joe Kelly, for what he did to the Astros, was hilarious. And they still have the A's ex-pitcher, Blake Trinan, Coming in there, and then they still have Kenley Jansen closing it out. Okay, so let's let's look at it like this, though. The A's take game one. Through a miracle, because Kershaw chokes. Through, through a miracle. They take game one. They only use one person in their bullpen. One. There's so you're saying Manaya just throws a gem. A gem. Let's say four hits. Four hits to Dodgers. Which would be nuts. Considering the bats that they have. Now you're a game up. You didn't really use your bullpen. So now when you get into, because you know you're going to get into those games where you have those innings where it could be one or two men on base, bases loaded, no outs. You're going to have to pull your pitcher. And now you're going to have to rely on your bullpen. But your bullpen didn't really do any work. So they're coming in fresh. But now that they've changed the rules, you can't just use one reliever for one batter. The reliever has to right. go the full inning, so you can't right. pull no lefty specialist which, crap like they used to which, do. Which, by the way, I love that. It sped up the game incredibly. I love it because, you know. Relievers are in their in, money now. They used to come in, boom. Oh, now he's out. Got to pull him. Now he got to get warm-up pitches. You good? Oh, now he got to be pulled. Three, you can have three pitches, three in, it, in one inning. Mm-hmm. Which is annoying. So one guy would suck against lefty, the other guy would suck against righties, and then you go right back to someone who sucks against lefties. But that also shows the managerial skills on you got to say, okay, this is their lineup. This is what we need. Who do we have over there that can handle this? And the Dodgers' bullpen's deep enough to do it. From top to bottom, they're good enough. And you have Cody Bellinger almost coming off the bench. The dude was NL MVP last year. (laughs) I make my statement top to bottom. The Dodgers are the best team in baseball. And their farm system is still loaded, so they're going to be good for years to come, so you're just going to have to deal with it. you got to deal with it. And, but I think the A's are the only team that, if they got there, could match up with them and give them problems. Mm. I just That's just me, though. Okay, what's your – I've rambled. What's yours? Give me your pick. For my me. last thing I will say about the Dodgers is one of my bosses, a huge Dodgers fan, I always tell him Dodgers suck every time I walk by. Now he just rolls his eyes because he's like, who's got the best record? And he just walks off. Right. So that's my last tidbit of that. For who I have between the Yankees and the White Sox, I say the Yankees go to the World Series. I can see them beating the White Sox. Because I say the inexperience of the White Sox shows and Boone gets yeah. over the hump, takes us to a championship game. Because yeah. he needs it or he's basically fired. 
There's injury bug has killed him, and I don't. In New York, when you coach for that team that is that talented, it's either championship or bust. Whether yep, it's fair you. or not is up for debate, but that's just how it be in New York. It's fair. You you come into a you come into a dynasty. That's all it is. You need to produce. Like every single year, you're either in the playoffs or you're going to the championship. You get the first year, you just make the playoffs. You're fine. The second year, you better be going to a championship game. And if you even make it to year three, you better win the title. That's it. Yeah. That's what the Steinbrenners every, expect. Every year is you need an improvement. Because the Yankees every are willing year. to pay whatever it takes to win a championship. You just better deliver it. I do miss our three hundred dollar pay, three hundred million dollar payroll. I don't miss a rod, but I do miss that. Payroll. I don't miss a rod, but I, that payroll we got everybody we wanted. Okay, it was literally yeah, like I'll, you come here, you come here, you come here, and then we just built an all star team right off the Yankees. Just shave. That's all you gotta do is shave. Yeah, because most people are like, well, Garrett Cole shave, and he's like, to win a championship, uh, you bet your ass I'm gonna shave. Yeah, I got all summer, not well, all you know, winter time, not to do nothing. Yeah, so be like, all I have to do is show up spring ball clean shave, and you'll be good till then. But I got the Yankees for the American League going to that championship. Okay. And then between the Dodgers and the Braves, the Dodgers go. Okay. The team is ridiculously talented, and while the Braves' bats are hot, they have been known to uh, blow things in the championship games. This is That's just how they do things out there in Atlanta for baseball. No, I'm not going to harp on that. I'm going to be nice. Take the high road. But the Braves have been historically known not to do so much. As you keep pointing at your new man, Dan Quinn, you love him. He's your best friend. But I got the Dodgers playing the Yankees for the World Series. And in that, I see it going to a game six. And I say the Dodgers win. I love the Yankees. I want to be impartial and root as a fanboy for the team. But with the amount of talent and the skill level of coaching that the Dodgers do have, I say they finally get that elusive title that has been plagued for them by two different times of cheating, both from the Cheatros, the Astros, and the Cheat Sox, the Red Sox. Yep. I say they take it in six. Rotation's too deep. Boone makes a questionable call, and I feel like Tanaka will drop the ball in one of the playoff games. I feel Cole will be the ace we need, which is why it goes so long, and we'll finally get what we paid for on a free agent pitcher for the first time. And I don't know, Randy Johnson? Yeah. So that'll, that'll, I was about to say he was going to be the only one I could think of. Yeah, because it was either we drafted them or that was it. Because Clemens... Wells and Pettit were all in-house options. And then Clemens, you know, cheated and all that. All those PEDs along with him and Giambi, A-Rod. <sighs> cheated the game of baseball. Thank you, Kinseiko. That was a that was a doozy of an issue there. But I say the Dodgers take it in six. Well, we both agree Dodgers in six, no matter who they play. The team's just ridiculously loaded, and unless they just absolutely wet the bed, it's the team is too talented, folks. They are way too talented. If they collapse into playoffs, this would be one of the greatest collapses ever because they are by far. They should not lose. They should get the title this year. Because the thing that always shocks me is, like, if you play video games the way I do and you play MLB The Show the way I do, Every single player, from the catcher all the way to the outfielder, in every single position on fielding, is an 80 or above, which is good. Their yeah. rotation, 1 through 5, 80 or above. They got a couple like high 70s for the bullpen, but their closer is a 92. Like The team is ridiculously stacked. Even the Yankees, who I will never play with in MLB The Show because of how ridiculously jacked they are, aren't as good. And as people will say about the New York Yankees, we pay to win championships. Hey, they got the money. They want to they get, get it. That's fine. Don't hate. But speaking of money that we can spend, do you know that John Carlo can opt out after this year? Because the players with opt-outs after this year are Nicholas Castellanos of the Reds, John Carlo of the Yankees, and J.D. Martinez in Boston. 
All three of them have opt-out clauses in their contracts. So if they wanted to take their ball and go or just get paid, they are able to do so. Out of those three, do you see any of them walking? Nah. John Carlos paid too well, and he's been too um, injury prone. I mean, here is six yeah. seven giant. How do you get injured all the time? Like, you ever tried to run? That's a lot of damage to your knees. He's fragile for playing designated hitter, which is nuts. I'll be glad when they get rid of that. He's on the payroll for like the next seven years if he doesn't opt out. Just so you know, he's got two different chances to opt out. We got him for a long time. We should not have. We could have gotten Harper, and I would have been much happier. Harper at least plays a full season. Oh, no. Or you think T.O. was? You think T.O. was a problem? No. We could have gotten Machado. Machado, yes. Harper, no. Because you know, looking back now, I thought Machado was crazy. His only three free agent visits, when he had his free agency, were New York, Chicago White Sox, and the San Diego Padres. And everyone thought he was crazy for visiting the Padres and the White Sox. Now look who's the three teams in the playoffs. Right. The players know who they want and who they fit in. People fail to understand that just because that person is a great player doesn't mean him getting on a certain team is going to make that team great. They could, they have to be able to play off of each other, especially the outfielders and the infielders. You have to know where that person is going to be, especially on double plays. Like I played and I've seen our shortstop misread our second baseman multiple times because they never played together and it just could never mesh as a one unit. So you just because you got that one player, oh, he's he's hitting this over, he's hitting three, three plus over here, and he's got all these homers. He comes to this team, well, what happened? He don't fit in. And regardless of what you say about baseball, it is a complete team sport. You can you need your superstars to win, yes. But you need to fit in with the locker room. You need to fit in with your brothers in arms, and you need to be able to have chemistry and be willing to put your ego aside in certain cases to fit. Because playing baseball my whole life, I played baseball from the time I was five till I you know, left high school. I wasn't good enough to play ball elsewhere, but I played ball and I have I play ball in a vintage league right now. Like I play baseball with a leather glove. Like a welding glove, that's what we catch baseballs with. And I can attest to the point of (laughs) if you don't have chemistry, there's going to be errors all over the place, regardless of how good you are. And you got to imagine the outfield. You got to be able to feel where your other outfielder is. If you're playing center, you got to be able to feel where right and left is. You got to know how good their angle approachment is to the ball. It's not just running the ball down. It's you got to take that proper angle to get to the ball. Either to back up your man or to get to the ball. Right. So you got to know, okay, he can't. Oh, he's at a bad angle. I need to get to this ball first. He'll back me up. That's how collisions happen. When you you can tell when they don't know where they're going, they run into each other. And that's how people get hurt. But if you watch a lot of the games and it's and it's up, the center fielder is usually the one that's going to take the ball because he's usually the faster of everybody. Yeah, center fielder is your fastest player, and he's the captain of that of that. He's the captain of the outfield. And then He'll the shortstop is the on. captain of the infield. More yeah. more cases often than not. Because I played the, I played shortstop, I played second base, I played center field, I played left field. Anywhere where you needed a strong arm and a good glove, that's where I would play. I wanted to play shortstop like Derek Jeter, but I also had a good arm, so they put me in outfield and they let me start hosing people from the outfield. And see, that's what I did. I grew up playing left field, which is a hot spot for because everybody's going to hit the left and center. That's where everybody's going to hit. You'll have your pool hitters that will hit the right. The lefties always but go I, right field. Now, we had some that would jack it to the left if you weren't paying attention. So Frozen <laughs> ropes. just ah. So, and you had to be able to say, okay, I'm, where's my – you got to know, okay, you do that quick look, there's my shortstop, and go right back and find that ball. And that's who you got to go to. When I got older, like I am now, and I go to play softball, which I love, I went to shortstop because I still had a little range. I did have the cannon that I had when I was in outfield, but I could still get it there. And my job, I had to remember the batters, remember what he hit, turn around, talk to the outfield. Hey, here, here, here is where he goes. Turn around, make sure the infield know what's going on. And then we ready to play. Yeah, I got in trouble last year because I'm a very, very uh, vocal 
person, I'm very fiery competitor, and it's Vintage League, so I'm like one of the young dudes out there. Like, everyone else is anywhere between 40 and 60. So, anytime anything happened that I did something, like, there was a fly ball, routine fly ball, in left field, runner, runner on third, one out. Ball comes right to me. I catch it. The runner tags up and tries running on me. Literally, I roll my eyes, throw it one hop, catcher tags him out. On my way back in, I am screaming at this man. Why the hell are you testing me? Who the hell do you think you are? You're <laughs> yeah, trash. You There's that. no way you're going to run on me. And then I had to get you pulled aside by the ump, and he's like, dude, this is Vintage League. There are kids watching. Watch your mouth, or I'm going to eject you. I'm like, Yeah, I've been thrown ah. out. I got yelled at because we were in the playoffs. And this was a game I had to play in the outfield because we got a guy who was younger than me, so he was a better shortstop. So, of course, I go to right center. I have no problem with that. I, I still can get it to home plate. And there's a guy, he only had one leg. He had the prosthetic. And everybody's like, okay, we're going to let him on. I'm like, dude, this is the playoffs. If he hits me the ball, I'm throwing him out at first base. <laughs> you, could, you could forget that. And it's messed up because he was the commissioner of the league. And it was like, all right, all right. So, And what happens? He bloops it over second. I go charging in. I grab it, and I throw it right to first for the third out. And we move on to the next <laughs> round. I'm like, man, it's the playoffs. And if we was regular season, I might have misplayed it. But no, 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 no. Because like some and of these older all... dudes would be like, I deserve a base. I've been in the year this long. I did this, this, this. I'm like, I don't give I don't, a damn what nah, you did bro. in the past. Like, this, I'm care. too competitive for this. Like, and it's when we had PE in high school, I was a dude that was ultra competitive, beating people in the face. I was talking. Oh, they, I was in knew. your face. I was that they dude. Knew what was. And it was, and that's the year we won the title. We beat this. Uh, it was a CCP team. They were freaking these young athletic dudes, and you know, bah, I was in the ball everywhere. So we're like, okay, and we end up beating them. I was like, yeah, see, if we'd have let them one, they probably would have beat us. Nah, I'm throwing you out. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, back to our main point. It's chemistry is key for a team, and you need to be able to play well within the roles that you have. So the fact that Machado was able to pick teams that were up and coming the way they are with the payroll set up the way they are where he can still get his bag, but he can still, you know, get a good quality team around him was outstanding because Tatis Jr. is my National League MVP pick. He's oh, been really? he's a stud at 21, 22, playing that shortstop for the Padres. The American League MVP is really up for debate. It might even go to a pitcher this year. Tre- mm. Trevor Bauer? Wait, no, is he in the National League now? Who do the Indians got? They got, they got a young ace that is just absolutely tearing up the league right now. You want to pull that up for me right now? I, oh, geez. my goodness. You're making me work. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm making it work for a sports podcast. Georgia's yeah, probably losing they, anyway. They are. Yeah, back to topic. Our, back I don't to even topic. know how our quarterback is. Who are we looking for? The ace for the Cleveland Indians. I'm looking it up, too. Just just Because his uh, ERA, I think, is like sub-1-5 right now. Uh, let's see. Corey Kluber. Uh, oh, yeah. No, Shane. It's either Kluber or Bieber. It's Shane Bieber. Bieber's having an exceptional year at the age of 24. His ERA is amazing. His win loss record is good. He just doesn't get as much team help as he want. And I think Jacob Degrom is going to take Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber. Yeah, his ERA is one six three. Yeah, which is. If you don't know baseball, that means anything sub three is outstanding. If you're sub two, you're beyond outstanding. You're beyond outstanding. Like you're going to get paid no matter where you go. If you're anything under two and you're just putting up a legendary season, it may be a short season, but it still counts. He's got seven, seven innings pitched too. So that's real good. His strikeout total. He was the first one to a hundred. He's eight and one. With a 163, 46 hits only, and 15 runs. Hmm. He's only walked 21 people. Those are incredible and, numbers, considering. And struck out 122. Yeah, he's leading the league in strikeouts by night and day. Because at one point, yeah. he was averaging double-digit strikeouts. I don't know if he's still averaging double-digit strikeouts per start. But he was, he was putting up them numbers. 
He was putting up a Garrett Cole-like season. And National League, uh, DeGrom's going to win another Cy Young because that's, that's just who DeGrom is. He may play for the Mets, but I'm going to give him his due in that regard. Tony, do you have any final thoughts to conclude NBA or MLB? Uh, well, I will say that the NBA did do more and made it more entertaining than I thought it could be with the pandemic going on. With the bubble. I actually, in, I actually enjoyed seeing how it worked out and hoping it would work, and it did. And hopefully some of the other sports that are high contact will adapt the way MLB did. But I just don't know if it's going to work out. So just enjoy sports while you can. And Fire Dan Quinn. Fire Dan Quinn. I will say also the NBA, for everything that has been transpiring with the racial stuff that has been going on in the world today, especially in America, if you've been living under a rock, there's been a lot of stuff going on. And not a lot of it good. Um, or if you just don't care. NBA has done an exceptional job as setting the standard of what a league should do to honor your players and what they believe in and letting them speak out using their platform the way they should. So I'll give them major props for that. MLB, I'm going to have to shit on a little bit because they basically pretended nothing's been going on whatsoever. They made, I think, what, one game? Where they mentioned anything, yeah, and there was no mention of any of their African American players whatsoever. And they basically shunned the one athletics catcher last year who did take a knee. So MLB is once again behind the times. They'll need another player remotely like Jackie Robinson to wake the league the hell up once again. But um, those are my final thoughts. NBA is standing as the pinnacle of what using your platform is supposed to be and MLB is once again dropping the ball because you know that's how MLB do with that we will be wrapping up today's episode Tony wants you to fire Dan Quinn I want you to like I want you to subscribe and I want you to follow the Facebook page listed below me and the YouTube group right under Tony on his bottom left so be sure to check those out. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow. Get other people to talk about it. Get other people to like, follow. We will be doing giveaways at the point of season. We'll be giving out either a display or we'll be giving out a chance to hop on the show, talk sports with us. Get You pick the topics. We'll talk about them with you. So you also get a, With each order, you'll get an autographed Fire Dan Quinn printout. I, I can give you one for the entire family. Tony's really on that bandwagon, folks. So, with that, we're including. I'm Brent. This is Tony. Thank you for watching Gag on These Balls. And with that, we're out.